Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Becky Mollenkamp. How are you doing, Becky? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm great. I am in my home office in St. Louis, Missouri, where it's chilly today. Ooh, I can feel that. <laughs> Wonderful. Becky Mollenkamp is a certified life coach who helps people unpack pat uh, patriarchal um, conditioning so they can redefine success on their own terms. I think your true calling to smash pat uh, patriarchy, I had just problems with that word, uh, patriarchy, here we go, uh, by helping women, thumbs and themselves discover their inherent worth and power. I think it's remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Becky. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat and tell you more about what I do. Yes, I can't wait to get into it. Shall we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, I work, like I said, with women, but also with fems, thems, and some men, actually. But the key is that they are all really smart and ambitious people who have achieved a lot, but they're reaching a breaking point. They're tired of going after their goals in a way that doesn't feel good anymore. And they don't want to give up on having big goals, but they want to figure out how they can go after them in a way that actually will feel good instead of beating themselves up, um, you know, pushing through, overworking, people pleasing. Right now, though, when they come to me, they usually feel stuck. They're procrastinating more than they usually do. And then they're just really feeling lousy because they aren't as productive as they usually are. And they can't figure out why. Why is this time different? Well, it's an interesting point. And uh, I bet uh, they make um, typical mistakes uh, when trying to solve that kind of problem, right? Yeah. Well, the things that they've been doing in the past that maybe worked aren't working or they just aren't feeling good. And that's typically pushing through. So doing it, even though it doesn't feel good, even though I don't want to do this and like sort of forcing themselves to do something or faking it till they make it. We hear that phrase a lot, like pretending that they are the expert when inside they don't believe it at all. Right. So that whole like idea of either just pushing, pushing, pushing or faking it. And doing that doesn't work for them. They think though that they have to beat themselves up or do things that don't feel good to reach their goal. And that's probably because that's what they've always done because that's what we are all taught. But I think that real success, or I think maybe the goosebumps as you call them, is feeling good when you are pursuing the goals, not just reaching the goals. I think life is too short to feel awful all the time, to feel awful and hoping that reaching some goal is going to change that. I think like, what if you never reach the goal? What if it takes you longer to reach the goal than you thought it would? What if reaching the goal doesn't feel as good as you thought it would? And so that's why I work with people to help them figure out how to feel ease and feel good now and while they go after their goals, not just when they reach some end point that they think is going to make things feel better. Yeah, it's important to point out that uh, it really comes back to you and your internals, right? So to speak, it's not some imaginary thing outside of uh, yourself. So it really starts with you. Wouldn't you agree? 
Absolutely. And unfortunately, I think that's where a lot of us get things confused or just sort of lose sight of that. We start to think that the things outside of us will solve what's going on inside. And the truth is, it's the opposite of that. If we can solve what's going on inside, then what's outside can't harm us. Like we can't, we can't let it, it won't affect us in the way it has. And therefore we gain the confidence within ourselves so we can express it uh, to our, to the outside world. So if I understand you correctly, yeah. Exactly. Wonderful. So before I ask Becky, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Becky, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? Yeah, I was trying to think like, what's the one easy thing I can talk about? And so I think the good starting point is get clear about your why. What's the deeper meaning behind your goal? So whatever it is you're going after, whether it's a big goal or just even a small task, um, figuring out what's the why. And I promise it's not as obvious as we as you may think it is, because everything, even like cleaning your house or paying your bills, is usually typically connected to a deeper why. And if it's not, then that's a good place to drop the goal. But it's usually tied to something really important, like making your children feel safe or creating a life that feels good, right? Having fun, letting people know that you love them. So if you can connect whatever task or goal you're trying to do to that deeper why, it can help it shift from feeling like this chore, this I have to do it sort of thing, to a desire, a deep desire, I want to do this and can get you more motivated about doing it. And so I always work with people using the seven levels of why you may have heard of it. It's a pretty common tool, but it's just asking yourself, why is this important to me seven times? And it can feel a little silly by the time you get to five, but usually by the time you get to seven, you unearth that deep why, the one that is not so obvious and not the sort of superficial reason that we try to force ourselves to get motivated about. It's that deep why. And you can go to sevenlevelsdeep.com. It's not my website, but it's a really simple site where you just type in your what do you want to do? And it just asks you why seven times. Uh, and I find that to be really helpful for people when they can make that connection. Wonderful. Uh, this is an excellent resource that you just mentioned. Thank you for sharing. And, uh, you know, you're speaking uh, to, uh, you know, the host of uh, Liftoff with energizing results. So this is, you know, where all the, the why is rooted in, you know, coming, you know, to you uh, by expressing it and being aligned uh, with your why. And I love the, the way you approach this kind of like, you know, really in the in the daily chores and whatever you do try to find what's beneath that you know because that becomes the motivator for for you instead of just being uh, there oh i have to do that as you just said and so uh, this is a really good exercise so listen up folks this is excellent advice here from becky thank you for sharing wonderful yeah, thank you um, i think it's always really helpful for people yeah it does so what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that issue, maybe also in a broader sense? Yeah, I have a workbook that's called Get Stuff. I use a, a, an expletive, but Get Stuff Done um, that people can download for free that really is an invitation to help you begin to explore 
the ideas, the beliefs that you have around productivity and procrastination. These are ideas that um, can get a bit skewed when in the world we live in that tells us productivity has to look one way and that pro and that procrastination has to mean lazy, right? Or that we're failing. And I really want to invite people to just begin to unpack some of that conditioning that we've all received about what it means to be productive, how productivity has to look, right? How productivity should feel and begin to redefine that stuff for yourselves to take some ownership in it and figure out what feels good. This is sort of that process of beginning to think, how does it feel good to take action? And that might mean for you that it doesn't look like working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, right? Or never taking a break or that that resting means procrastination. Maybe you just need to rest. So this workbook's all about helping you sort of begin to unpack those concepts and come up with some new definitions for yourself that feel good. So you can get it at beckymollenkamp.com slash procrastination. Thank you for sharing. Uh, of course, we put the link in the show description. And so you can navigate, you know, a through procrastination to find what is really important, right, <laughs> Becky? Yes. Wonderful. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Well, I hope it's a good, I don't know if it's a great value, but hopefully it helps at least help um, people understand a little bit more about me and where I'm coming from, which is what makes my approach different than the million other life coaches out there. There are a lot of life coaches. And what, what I like to think sets me apart is that my work is all about self-compassion. There is a lot of blame and shame that happens in coaching, which is really unfortunate, making people feel like that their problems are because there's something wrong with them, right? No exploration of the systems and structures around them that may have created these thoughts and feelings inside of them. And so my work is all about saying, let's, let's get rid of all that blame and shame and let's love ourselves and figure out what of this do I not need to own? And the answer is often most of it right? It's not usually even about you. It's about the conditioning that, that was given to you. And even if it isn't about that conditioning, we still need to love ourselves through the process of making change. And so my work is 100% about self-compassion. How do we develop that self-compassion, love for self as we work on making changes or improvements? Although I think most of us, the improvement is really letting go of the need for improvement. <laughs> Yes. And uh, I can feel that compassion coming from you at the moment, uh, you know, we started this conversation. So uh, it's really powerful and uh, folks can really feel that, that, you know, you have that sense of compassion that differentiates you most likely. And uh, yeah, good that uh, they have you. So, and uh, this you're welcome. So, and this brings me to my last question. It's a personal one. Uh, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on what we mean by goosebumps. But in my mind, it means that kind of like excited level that actually creates goosebumps, right? And yes. I literally had this physical sensation yesterday and it happens at least a few times a week. My son is five and he likes to play what he calls Pac-Man. It's really, he thinks it's Pac-Man and ghosts, but it's really just the three of us, my husband and myself and my son chasing each other around the house. It's sort of a mix of tag and hide and seek. And so there's like, we're trying to hide and we're trying to catch each other. And we laugh until we cry. And I get goosebumps because even though I know my husband's coming around the corner to get us, I still get so scared 
And, and, it, and it's equally like scary, but also so ridiculous that I'm scared that it makes me laugh. But I also get the goosebumps. And we just have, it's so much fun. We do it almost nightly because my son just loves to chase us around and watch me get so nervous and scared <laughs> and then laugh it's at wonderful. myself. So oh, I love, yeah, I love it. This is wonderful. Wow. This is, this is an, an excellent example of uh, how you should spend your time with your family, right? <laughs> Creating this memorable moment. So thank you for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment. Uh, thank you, Becky, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Thanks for having me. I loved it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.